This episode of AV Plus has a very interesting sponsor that I'm excited to tell you about because something we try to be for the AV community is a sort of business handbook. Because the trouble is that running a business is a very detailed, exhausting task, and integrators already have to deal with enough technicalities. X10AV is our sponsor this week. They're the world's first AI-powered AV design platform that aims to automate all of that tedious documentation that's usually done manually. I asked Vib Singh, the co-founder at X10, to tell me more about the pain points he's seen integrators waste valuable time on and how they could have been solved with a smart design platform. A lot of AV design work is still being done manually by system integrators, especially when there is a need to follow standards and calculate optimal specifications of product, and then to search these specifications across different manufacturers. Once you complete your bill of material, you still have to uh, create a lot of documentation, like you have to do line schematic, rack layouts, cable schedules, scope of work, ceiling speaker layouts. It's 2020 now, and uh, software is eating over all other industries, and we're still doing all this stuff manually. So this, what I believe is drastically reduces efficiency, accuracy, and productivity of AV designers and installers. And before X10 AV, there weren't any software solution which would solve this issue the way we do. So we hope you'll check out X10 AV at Integrated Systems Europe next month. They'll be in booth 7N190. If you're not going to the show, you can find them at x10av.com. That's x-t-e-n-a-v.com. Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, Senior Web Editor here at CI. Facial recognition. It's another one of those pro-AV buzzwords that gets bandied about at trade shows and in Twitter rants. But it isn't something that we're seeing the AV community really embrace in their projects, whether that's because of customers not really looking for it yet, or because integrators aren't really sure how to use it safely and effectively. Maybe those concerns about whether or not facial recognition really can be used safely are correct, though. I mean, after all, we've seen whole towns and even a whole state ban that technology outright in law enforcement and other public settings. California, Portland, Oregon, Somerville, Massachusetts, these are all areas that have banned its use for fear of things like inaccuracies, people being photographed without their consent, and other you know, law enforcement mishaps. But then again, facial recognition has also been used to connect homeless people with service providers and identify drug overdose victims so that their families could stay informed. So, like any relatively new technology, there's a lot of granular back and forth about whether it will help us or be the bane of our existence in perpetuity. Now, in terms of the AV customer world, the sales propositions surrounding facial detection thus far, they've really just focused on the ability for your clients to collect data they can use to make business decisions or to sell products. Well, that's all well and good, but as many systems integrators and technology decision makers have pointed out, there's a valid concern about that data security and just what happens to that recognition data once it is collected. How can we trust that this extremely personable, well, I guess literally personal info, since it's literally information consisting of the person, how can we trust that this data is being stored properly? You don't need to be wearing an aluminum foil hat in order to want to have a discussion surrounding this question, but 
what if you could have the best of both worlds, right? What, what if you had the ability to sell your clients on something that might benefit them in the same way that facial recognition benefits them, but in a package that doesn't come with those inherent data security risks? Facial detection can do just that. We think it's not talked about enough in the AV world, and we can't understand why. It's similar to facial recognition insofar as it uses an image to recognize traits, but the key differences are really important. First, facial detection does not capture or store images of people. Second, it only detects the geometry of a person's face, not the person's actual identity. And third, it uses a calculation to determine, you know, unspecific general physical attributes like age or gender. Kelly Harlan at NEC explains it a bit better. Differences is that we're not taking a picture of somebody, we're not capturing that image. We're literally taking an algorithm and a calculation. It detects the geometry of someone's face and it uses a calculation based on facial features to determine age and gender. And that information is literally processed through a server that um, calculates the data very quickly, deletes any streaming video, and it pushes up in the cloud. Facial recognition, the image is there, it is stored, and it is made available, and it is also something you can actually personally identify somebody by. So why is this technology important? Why bother with either recognition or detection? Well, for one thing, detection is a valuable asset for clients in you know, the retail space who want to know more about their own shopper clientele. And if you can pair, say, a kiosk or digital signage with a camera, which captures that non-specific data of the person looking at it, that's, you know, sellable, even deal-closing kinds of functionality. So we hope that installers will continue to keep an eye on both types of this technology. You know, facial recognition isn't all bad. It's definitely usable in some situations. Whether this is facial recognition or for high security clients or facial detection in more public, you know, retail focused settings, both warrant some more exploration. Both are still having their kinks worked out and both are definitely some things that you want to pay attention to. So thanks again to X10EV for sponsoring this episode of AV+. You can find us on Twitter, at ComIntegrator. I'm sorry that this episode just turned into kind of me ranting about something, but hey, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Always, you can find us on our website, commercialintegrator.com. I'm Adam Forziotti. I'll talk to you again next week.